Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, what's good? Welcome back to another edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. My name is Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for joining us. On this episode, we will preview the upcoming release of the top 24-7 rankings for the 2023 class. This is going to be an expansion of the initial top 100, which was released right after the freshman season for these players. So after their sophomore seasons, we branch out, we go out to a top 20 24-7, and we will have national recruiting analyst Alan True on the show to discuss the top 24-7, how we came about some decisions, the battle at the top for number one, and the quarterbacks to know in this 2023 class, including a prospect by the name of Arch Manning. Make sure to head on over to 24-7 Sports for all the latest recruiting notes and buzz from a big weekend on the camp circuit. Brandon Huffman and I were in Phoenix for the Under Armour Camp Series. Gabe Brooks was down in Texas at the Elite 11 Regional in Houston. Steve Wilfong, the director of recruiting for 24-7 Sports, was at a Pylon 7-on-7 tournament out in Indianapolis. I know Andrew Ivins has some nice recruiting scoop on Shamar Turner, one of the top defensive ends in the country. You will not regret going over to 24-7 Sports, signing up for your favorite team site, and getting the latest scoop as we kick off a busy, busy spring. Remember to rate us, review us, and follow wherever you find your podcasts. Before we get to Alan, let's begin with the kickoff. How about the heated race that is brewing right now between Georgia and Ohio State? The Bulldogs picked up another big-time commitment this past weekend from linebacker Jalen Walker out of the state of North Carolina. They pair him with five-star athlete Malachi Starks, who they picked up earlier in the week, and the race tightens. That gap gets a bit more narrow. Now, Jalen Walker is a fantastic linebacker prospect. He can rush the passer. He can cover down downfield. He does everything that you would want out of a linebacker in the flats, doing stuff sideline to sideline, attacking gaps. You were able to see him commit live on CBS Sports HQ on Sunday, and he mentioned the defensive mentality, especially at the top with Kirby Smart and what he's able to do during practices involving himself in the scheme, and that was a big appeal to Jalen Walker. And Now the Bulldogs, watch out for them because they are building something special heading into what could be the end of the recruiting dead period. We know that a lot of prospects from across the country are antsy to hit the road and check out schools. And Georgia with three five stars already and seven four stars in this class, up to number two, right behind Ohio State, which like Georgia has three five-star commits and eight four-star prospects early in the 2022 recruiting cycle. Joining us now on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast is Alan True. He's a national recruiting analyst for 24-7 
24-7 Sports, also formerly known as the Beatbox Don, if you're a, a, a longtime listener of this podcast. Alan, how are we doing? Doing really well. Getting into spring in Michigan here, so anytime you start seeing temperatures uh, with even a five in front, fifties and sixties, we get pretty happy up here. This is around the time when you start to maybe take the cover off of the grill, right, or, or start to start to kind of wipe down some stuff outside in your patio and and kind of getting a feel for maybe what what your lawn could look like in a couple weeks. Oh yeah, this is this is when I start getting bugged by my wife about getting all the the outdoor furniture back out and getting our lawn taken care of. I'm, I'm admittedly not very good at that. There's always a commitment going on or somebody getting offered or something I'd rather be doing than uh, weeding our yard. So that's something that I, I got I to gotta get on top of. And speaking of the time of the year, and, and this is a perfect segue, we are expanding the rankings in the 2023 class. So to take people behind the curtain, and we do that a lot here on this podcast in terms of the rankings and how the whole process works at 24-7 Sports, the top one hundred players are introduced in every class following their freshman season. So around this time every year, the top 100 freshmen from the season before are officially ranked. That's the first time they are ranked in the rankings process. We will be doing that soon for the 2024 class, which just experienced their freshman season. But this batch of recruits, the 2023 class, which are now at the tail end of their sophomore season, some guys are playing their sophomore seasons, you know, in in some of the, the states that are playing a spring year. So these players have haven't been ranked there hasn't been any changes for a year and so now we're expanding it to a top 24 7 we're also adding more rankings in the four stars more rankings in the three stars and this is i think the time when we get a real good understanding of where a lot of the recruits nationally and, and kind of where they stack up yeah i think it's always scary a little bit when you do that first 100 you know those guys are coming out of their freshman years and uh, you know you're gonna have a lot of changes over the course of the next three years following. I think when you add in the pandemic and, and states not playing, that adds to that. But then I think you feel better once you start to expand this list out. Because when that first 100 comes out, you got 250 kids pretty much who are going to be four stars who are sitting there going, why am I not ranked yet? So I think this expansion allows us to catch a lot of those names. And, and I think we, our, our team really did a great job this time around of going really deep. I mean, you were on all the calls too. We, we, turned over a lot of stones and I feel like we know this class really really well for them being so young and with some of the challenges of the last year. Yeah, so every rankings call lasted at least two and a half hours. Uh, there were some that went off almost to four hours. And these were multi-week meetings that we held through positions. We went through every spot from quarterback to, to defensive back and, and everywhere in between. And what we do is, is kind of hash it out one by one, see where guys are ranked now, see who needs to be added to the rankings. And it's a process that I think leaves us with a really good feel for every position and every spot and and basically every region in the country. When you're working, I think, backwards in a way with the top 100 from this 2023 class, expanding it, bringing some new candidates to the table, I think it's a really good process that obviously was a little bit difficult because of the pandemic, right? There weren't the amount of spring showcases, the summer camps, even seasons being canceled altogether or pushed back that 
did create some obstacles when we were evaluating some players. But I, I, I do feel like this rankings release, which will be on, on Wednesday over at 24-7 Sports, and you can get the full breakdown then, I do feel that we feel really good and really confident that we did a thorough job of, of trying to unearth every possible corner. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have 247 guys in there, but as you mentioned, there's going to be some maybe some four stars outside of that list for sure some three stars and we've really you know we we had everybody throw out as many candidates as they could we went through our own states and regions but then we also did a positional audit where everybody took a position and watched through those compared notes on those even really into this weekend still had people thrown out candidates that we were looking at. We've had guys be able to get out to events and see some kids this past weekend. You've got the first couple of weeks going on in Illinois and California. So we got some ability to see those guys before putting out this list. So I just think in general, usually when you put out these early rankings, there's a, a certain amount of nervousness and trepidation about that. I think there's obviously still some of that, but I, I feel as good about this early release as we have, I think, ranking a class two, three years out. You know, the thing that I find really interesting is that the top 100 that is released after freshman season, the reason why there's so many changes and so much turnover when we do expand the list is because these were some really dominant players as freshmen, right? These were players that were playing varsity, a majority of them, they were kind of thrown into the fire as first years in high school and, and had a tremendous impact. And when you look at their physical development, these are guys that are already probably probably mature enough to compete and hang and, and kind of stack up well against some of those juniors and seniors at the high school level. So they immediately pop. But then when we give it another year to kind of simmer and, and, and soak it all in, there's some new guys that maybe start to advance or look better at that same stage or guys that maybe emerged that we didn't know existed or guys that didn't even play varsity either freshman season. So that's why there's so much turnover. That's that's why there's so many changes. And this this rankings process is is ever fluid. You know, there's always going to be uh, changes. There's always a, an update around the corner. And I think this is just kind of that first stepping stone until we move closer to re-ranking these guys maybe at some point in the summer or heading into the season once we get to see more of them in person. Yeah, I think that's important to remember is that we're this is going to change a lot and, and that's based on new information, but also kids emerging. If you just even take an example from this year's upcoming NFL draft, if you were ranking out freshmen in high school back when he was he was one, Justin Fields would not have been on this list. He probably wouldn't have been on this list after his sophomore year because it took him some time to become the high school starter. Guys catch on late. We had a number of guys finish in our top 247 in the 2021 class, at least one from my region, Davon Townley, who wasn't even playing football. At this point, he was a basketball player and hadn't even put on shoulder pads yet. So there's always going to be some kids like that. And so those guys, there's always room to have those guys. You also have kids who just catch on and, and grow late and, and those guys move up the list. So, yeah, this this is the group that I think we feel really good about right now. But I think we understand that there's going to be late bloomers, guys who haven't found football yet, guys who just are at high schools where they don't play a lot of young guys on the varsity who are going to emerge. And so I think we, we go into this knowing that those guys are going to happen over the next two years. We're going to take a look at some of those names. We're not going to give the full list away, but we're going to touch on some hot names in the 2023 class rankings update with Alan True. You are listening to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Final Four is on Saturday, and you may be wondering, how do I actually watch these games? Go to the CBS Sports app on your connected TV or phone, and from there, you'll be able to see every tournament game available to watch. Think of it like a gateway to all the action, so download the CBS Sports app now so you never miss a minute of the NCAA tournament. Now, Alan, we discussed some of the intricacies and, and you know maybe some of the, the methodology of how things go in in the rankings process, especially for an, an expansion from a top 100 to a top 24-7. In this instance, being the 2023 class, majority of those players already played their sophomore season. Some are going through it right now, th- those players that are going through spring seasons. But let's let's talk some of the names. Labius Overton, a, a massive defensive lineman from the state of Georgia. He goes to Milton High School. He was the number one prospect in the initial top 100. I know that Steve Wiltfong and Andrew Ivins were able to see him recently at a showcase event down in the state of Georgia. This is a player who right now pound for pound, if you had to stack them up against some players in the 2022 class, would be really high up on that list as well. A freaky kind of athlete at his size, and was able to see some of the video that those guys shot, able to see him on film for two years now, able to just assess him as a prospect. And right now, I think we feel really good about the group in the top 10, particularly I think that first three, those three defensive linemen from down south, we consider to be very close. But Overton sticks out still just, just enough above Peter Woods and James Smith to hold on to the number one spot. I mean, you're talking about a guy who is already six foot five, 250 pounds with the athleticism to play basketball. He plays a little bit of tight end. Testing numbers look good. The production looks good. The bloodlines look good with his father being a former college football player. So, you know, any way that you slice it, this kid has everything that you would look for in terms of the metrics, 21 and a half sacks this year. 19 as a freshman. So there's there's not a whole lot of holes here that you can poke in his profile or his game to say that this guy shouldn't be number one right now. Over 20 scholarship offers, a very early crystal ball prediction for the Oklahoma Sooners with Overton. And, and Steve Wilfong has been on this podcast before to discuss and to really say, hey, if the Sooners start recruiting well and recruit these five stars and, and high caliber prospects at the defensive side of the ball, you know, watch out for Oklahoma to potentially take that next step in their college football playoff journey. So that's going to be a, a very interesting recruiting battle. And obviously, we're going to be keeping you, the listener, up to date with everything going on with Overton and, and his process. Now, the, the quarterback spot is one that's always, I think, a hot debate uh, on the rankings calls. There's three really, really good candidates to have the number one spot at that position. Arch Manning, you might you might have heard of the Manning family. Alan, he is 
a really, really impressive quarterback, despite the lineage, right? Despite being a legacy, the name and all that, I I think it'd be easy to maybe be underwhelmed because you would expect to see a Peyton or Eli or, you know, that that whole family, the aura that they carry, but he lives up to it. And the seasons that he's been able to put together, um, just the performances, uh, the way he carries himself. Arch Manning is is for sure going to have, I think, a case moving forward to be maybe the nation's number one prospect. Yeah, and even before he had played a real varsity game, I think there was a scrimmage that, that came out and you could see then, and this is a guy who was going into his ninth grade year, that uh, he was ahead of the curve. And that was, you know, you take away the last name, you even just look at the way, like you said, he carries himself, the way that he's approached recruiting, the way that he throws the football. And then honestly, the way he moves around, I think he's a little bit, maybe a little bit more athletic than what you remember his uncles being. But I, I also, it's important to note here, we're going to give those three quarterbacks the same grade. And that's our way of saying these guys are neck and neck and neck. Now I hear people keep saying, well, it's the Manning last name. It's the Manning family royalty. 24 seven's not going to allow Arch to not be the number one quarterback in the country. It's already decided. And, and that's not true. I think we have given the other guys and there may be some guy that's not in that top three. Like I said, who emerges a Justin Fields type guy who emerges over the next couple of years. This is not a done deal. But given what he's already accomplished in two years of high school and, and all of the things that he shows as a prospect, Arch Manning is the safe pick right now. Malachi Nelson just starting to play his season. So a delayed chance to see him. Uh, we have seen him throw in person, but this is really our first real chance to see him against live bullets. So, you know, that that's keeping him, I think, from overtaking Arch and then Dante Moore, a kid who has two excellent varsity seasons under his belt has now gone out. I, I knew how good he was because he's in, he's in my state. Now he's gone out to a couple of different events. Wolf Fong has seen him. Andrew Ivins has seen him. They came back. So this guy's everything that you said he was, he's in contention for that spot. So this isn't a situation by any means where it's already been decided that just because his last name is Manning, that Arch is going to stay ahead of those guys. But I do think that right now he's the safe choice. Dante Moore out of Martin Luther King High School in Detroit, Michigan. Malachi Nelson just kicking off his sophomore season at Los Alamitos in Southern California. And, and Nelson, I think, is the wild card because there's more known about Arch Manning and about Dante Moore. Nelson, we haven't been able to see as much in that competitive setting, right? And he doesn't play at the modern days or at the St. John Bosco's or Corona Centennial. He's not playing in that elite, elite Trinity League program that's going to have the national TV games. You know, Malachi Nelson is a strong arm, but I think the thing that stands out about him the most is just his ability to get the ball out quickly, his off-platform throws. What We keep hearing that being mentioned in NFL draft prospects, and he's a very lean build still, and once he's able to fill out and kind of grow physically and, and really mature, I think he definitely has a shot to be uh, in contention, similarly to some other guys in that top 10, to being kind of a top prospect candidate in the top 24-7 overall for the 2023 class. Alan, it's been a pleasure as always. And I'm not going to say be careful on rankings release day because there's not a lot of prospects committed right now in the 2023 class. So not a lot of fan bases to be upset about the rankings, but I think it's always going to be a treat now to to really kind of expose all these players and, and make sure that the fans know who they are. 
Yeah, no, I mean, go go look at even NFL mock drafts three years ahead of time. They're so different than uh, when the real thing rolls around. So this is a starting point. I do think I do feel really good. Our, I mean, a definite shout out to our recruiting team for all the work that they put in on this. Everybody did a great job with it. I'm happy about where we stand at the moment, but we know that there's going to be some guys who feel like they were left out or guys who feel like they're still too low and going to have quite a, a lot of time here, many months to, to make up that ground and, and show us what, what you're all about. All right. That is Alan True. You could follow him on Twitter at Alan True. You can uh, subscribe. You can follow us. You can like us. You can review us. If you leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave a recruiting question for a chance to have that answered on a recruiting mailbag on this podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.